Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Richard Kaufman, host of the Vertical Momentum podcast and the number one vetpreneur podcast in the world. Oh, yes. Richard, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so pumped to be here. I love this show. You guys are truly amazing. And you guys are my top five podcasts that I never listen miss an episode on. Ah, dude, love to hear that. Thank you so much. Who else is on your on your list? Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, obviously, because he's a friend of mine. Ed Milet, Joe Rogan, and uh, Dean Graziosi. That's a distinguished list. I will I will take that. Thank you very much. Lovely. Well, hey. Tell me more. Can you explain to everyone else, you know, where are you today with, with your business and your podcast? And who is it that you love to help? I, right now, like you said, we're the number one uh, podcast and in, in veteran podcast in the world. Number one best-selling author, uh, speaking all over the world. But my thing is to help somebody struggling in life and in business because the average Joe and the, the billionaire and CEO are all struggling with the same things. And it's just on a bigger level. Like Jay-Z said, you know, more money, more problems. So, but for me, it's just, you know, my perfect avatar is who I was five years ago, who I'm going to be five years from now. So mm-hmm. that's who I speak to. Nice. Um, you, we were chatting for a while before you sort of jumped on, and it's it's quite fun to sort of talk about you know everything, all these concepts. But these these throwaway lines that you just say, you know, that more money, more problems. It's like these. It can be inspirational. It can be um, helpful. They can also be hindering. So I just want to sort of touch on that because it's so interesting to hear this, where that belief, more money, more problems that can hold people back subconsciously. So all these things. So how, how do you help to guide people to be able to get from you know, where you were five years ago to you know, where you are today and where you're going? Well, I just wrote an article on for Forbes magazine today. And my article was about the five things that you say to yourself. And I, and I, and I, I learned it from a, a book called um, From Homeless to Billionaire. And the gentleman that wrote the book said, Every day, say five things to yourself and say it 10 or 15 times a day. For, and for me, it's I'm healthy. I'm happy. I'm whole. I'm wealthy. I'm influ- influencing millions of people. So if I have a negative thought, those five things just 
pop right into my head. So mm. I think it's more what we say to ourselves yeah. than what we hear on the outside. And logically, it's like, yeah, we all get that, but that can be so hard. But for you to have, I guess, built that as a, as a tool, as a tactic, that when you get some negative thoughts, because yes, you'll always have them. They always do come in. It's part of being... <laughs> part of being a human, especially as an entrepreneur. Oh my gosh. But this pattern interrupt that you've got, when you have that, come back to your five things. Does that, is that like sort of clearing the air for you? Is that like just cleansing your palate to then it's like, oh, I'm, I'm got myself back up. Is that how it works for you? Yep. Because, and, and again, I always go back to my mentors and, you know, Tony Robbins in his first book, that's what he talked about it, you know, is resetting the or see i'm an old guy i'm an og i'm an old guy so we used to have tapes and they used to say you know you sometimes you have to change the tape so i think the same thing with your mind you have to change your thought process change the video change the dvd in your mind and i think the words that you say can change change your thing the way you're thinking and you know just mm. pattern interrupt i would say yeah so what do you what do you find that like, time and time again are the are the the statements the things the words that your the people that you help are saying but maybe maybe don't realize it and don't realize the impact it's actually having on them? I can't. The two biggest are I can't, or I have to. Now for me, and this came up about three years ago. One day it was raining here in New Jersey. And I'm taking out the garbage and I'm mad and I'm kicking the can. And then I, I looked up and I realized 30 years ago, three miles away from where I lived, I was living in my car eating out of a garbage can. And here I am getting mad because I got to take out the garbage of my own house that I live in with my beautiful wife and beautiful kids. And that's when I, from now on, from that moment on, I changed my, from my, I have to's to I get to's mm. and it, to it totally it totally changed my life every little thing is I get to not I have to yeah that thing you just said there from that moment I think we all have these epiphanies and realizations and that hold on hold on look at look at where I've come from hold on look at what I'm worried about I mean this is where I will always challenge this with logically get it mentally get you know this but emotionally, with our brain chemicals, with our nervous system, logically, we can get something. But emotionally, we have to work on the, the entirety else. It can be too heavily weighted where we know this, we know this, we know this, but our body is reacting. But that moment of realization, that's, that's huge. So any more moments that you can pick up from, from your history, especially as an entrepreneur, where you had this epiphany, you had this awareness, and you realized, huh. Things are going to be different from now on. But, you know, like like my friend wrote in the book, uh, Atomic Habits, James Clear wrote, you know, your habits, you know, make your day. So even like if I go out to eat with my family, even if I don't want the surf and turf, I'm getting the surf and turf just to remind me 30 years ago, you're eating out of garbage cans. Now you're eating steak and lobster. Or I'll just for an afternoon, I'll just go drive to where I was homeless and sit there for a half hour and, and, and just sit there and be grateful that I'm not there anymore. So I think yeah. a lot of it to do with gratitude. I'm a big gratitude guy. My, mm -hmm. I have a gratitude hack that changes people's lives left and right. And I use it every single day.
Come on, then. You, you cannot just do that and just let it go. So give, give us give us something. If you don't give us the whole thing, I can appreciate that. But what is what is it? What is that? I, before I go to bed at night, before I go to bed at night, I reach my arm around my wife, even she's sleeping, and I pray for her. And then I, you know, then I say three things that I'm grateful for that happened during the day. And then when I wake up in the morning, because I lost 80% of my vision three years ago, if I can wake up and I could see something, I'm going to sit straight up out of bed, say, thank you, God. Today's going to be an amazing day because now I, I beat the odds because people don't realize how many people died overnight that had plans for today. Mm. So if I can wake up, if I wake up, everything else is gravy. And I think just, you know, wake going to bed with gratitude and waking up with gratitude. I think for me, it's the ultimate life hack. Gratitude and perspective. Those two things, I think, are, are life-changing. I can't remember who it was, and I want to give credit where credit's due, but maybe it's multiple people. There was an, a, a concept that I heard not long ago, which was, you know, asking people, are you, are you, are you happy? They're not happy. If I gave you a million dollars, would you now be happy? They're like, yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. If, what if I gave you 10 million? Happy? Absolutely. Cool. T's and C's, you don't wake up tomorrow. Would you take it? Everyone said no. Of course I wouldn't. It's like, okay, so you're telling me that waking up tomorrow is more important than $10 million. They said, yes. It's like, cool. Why don't you wake up happy? Why aren't you happy right now? Because you said that's more important. Yet this will give you happiness. What up with that? And that moment of the, the perception, for me, it was like, that's a beautiful analogy. It's a great story. It just shifts it completely. So to be able to, for you to wake up with gratitude, and see these things to go to bed with love and with gratitude perspective shifts that's what it's all about we can get so caught up in the day-to-day -day. as an entrepreneur oh my gosh there are challenges everywhere to bring us back in with that pattern interrupt that pause that's life-changing love that well you know my dad came here from italy didn't speak the language literally came over on the boat and something that he said he said the man with no shoes can't complain to the man with no feet so it's all about perspective in life. You know, even the poorest person in America is sometimes richer than the richest person in Afghanistan. So it's mm. all about perspectives. Yeah. You know? And about how we work through it. So I don't want to sort of sweep this over because we, we know that, you know, everyone has challenges. You, you're the, we were joking, you're the accidental entrepreneur. It's like, I didn't mean to have this amazing podcast, but then bam, there you are. And you now touch so many people's lives. And it's a real business. And oh my gosh. So you were kind of thrust into this with like, I guess I'm, I guess I'm kind of doing this now. But so let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey. What was it like for you? I mean, yes, you know, all the, um, the, the epiphanies, the, the logic, the reasons how to help yourself. It still means you, you still go through challenges and tough times and have to navigate this. So what was it as you realized you had a real business? What things well, did you go through? What was, what was tough? I, well, I, I lost 80% of my vision. So, you know, I was with GNC for over 30 years in the military for 23. Yeah. So I had to find something to do. So I seen this app called Anchor, and it was an audio-only podcast. And I was like, I could do that. I can talk. I'm great at talking. And my, my, when I first started out, it was just um, trying different products and reviewing them. And then because I felt so down on myself, 
I said, you know what? There's got to be people out there that are struggling like me. So I, the, my first guest ever was a gentleman. He lost both his arms, both his legs in Afghanistan. And as I'm interviewing, he's sitting in Aspen, Colorado, with his family, skiing for the weekend. And that's when I was like, really? You know, just because I lost my vision doesn't mean my whole life is over. And then it just snowballed from that point on. Because then I'm like, all right, I'm all in. Because either me, I'm either all in or I'm all out. I can't be lukewarm. Mm. And so then... As this progressed, as this kind of built up and you're like, yeah, okay, so I guess I'm all in. I guess I'm doing this. What was it like as you built momentum? You built, you saw other podcasts like come and go. You kept on building, kept on interviewing, kept on creating value. What was what was that journey like? Well, I mean, I'm writing a new book as we speak. It's called Too Dumb to Quit. Um, that's going to be my <laughs> second book. But, um, you know, I started seeing, like you said, you see a lot of people quit. But when I was home for 18 months and I couldn't, I couldn't even use the bathroom without my wife taking me. So I was recording five or six episodes a day. Yeah. I mean, I still have 400 episodes I haven't released yet. But for me, it was just like, okay, you know, I started seeing what Gary's doing and what Ed's doing. And then I got invited to come on a, a top 10 podcast. And I was like, okay, this, this is real now. You know, when somebody invites me to come on their show, then it started getting real at that point. And I'm like, all right. Because I had uh, Steve Sims came on the show. Hmm. And he's like, he, he sidebarred me. He's like, you need to step your game up. You know, you're just doing audio. He's like, everybody else is doing video. And I'm like, he called me out. So, you know, that's when I had to start saying, okay, I got to learn how to do this stuff. And now I'm only a ninth grade job. I don't have any high school. I don't have any, you know, college but I've read over 6,000 books. So I figured, you know, if I can do a podcast, if, if Gary Vaynerchuk can get 10 million views on his flip phone while he's doing a yard sale, you know, I can be able to, to do what I'm doing. So I, I just had to dig in and start said, all right, you know, you don't have the technology, but you can learn. It's not the hardest thing. You just got to put in the reps. Yeah. What, what was the toughest thing? Because with that, sometimes a little bit of doubt comes in, a little bit of overwhelm, maybe some fears creep in. What were the things that you felt that you then overcame? Uh, a lot of it's my family. You know, a lot of a lot of us, you know, like I said, I, I've interviewed seven, eight, nine figure earners. Mm. And a lot of, you know, once when a lot of people start their businesses, the family's not too keen on it. Well, yeah. you can't do this. You know, why do you think you're so special that you should be interviewing the, the, the authors of Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Who are you? You're a sixth, you know, ninth grade dropout. But then you just hold on. Do you do you do you actually have those comments or that those in your head? I mean, there's certain you know, certain because people like like you said, I'm 54 years old. But a lot of people, if you have they haven't seen you in a while, they remember that 19, 20 year old kid. They Uh, don't know the man that I am today. So So you actually had those comments that you had to then sort of take them and then let them go and be like it's it's okay find a way around it because those comments most of those comments normally we make them up in our head we don't actually i don't actually hear them sometimes friends family maybe for the right reasons can say these things but it can have an impact i love that it hasn't had an impact on you what was the secret for you well i mean i obviously it did happen it got to me because i had a failed suicide attempt in 2012 
but you know then i realized you know we're, we come in this on this work on in this world on a gurney we're leaving on a gurney we came by ourselves we're leaving by ourselves so mm-hmm. it's it's up to you how you make your life it's up to you it's good because it, in the end it's going to be you and your maker that's it there's no there's is nobody else so if, if you're not living the life that you want to live and at the end, you know, because I, I walk in a cemetery every single morning and I do it for a reason, because that's where dreams go to die. So huh. I want to when I walk through, I'm like, you know what? Not everybody in here, you know, probably didn't hit hit all their goals because they were worried about everything what somebody else was saying. So yeah. as long as you're doing it to hurt anybody, but it's your dreams, it's your goals, it's your life. So go for it. Yes. I love that. Do whatever the hell you want, because, oh, my gosh, you're going to regret it if you don't. So I mean, look at Richard uh, Branson, whoever said he, you know, look at what he came from, whoever thought that he'd run Virgin and all that. So he really didn't care what anybody else said, you know. Mm. And I want sort of, sort of another perspective on that as well as a sort of bolt on, because what you said there is, is beautiful. And I want to bring in a bit of sort of Viking mythology, because I, I love this stuff. You can tell by my glorious beard. Anyway. The Vikings with the um your your death your death is going to be it's been predecided it's been predecided so what you do so matter you can go into battle because the gods have already decided if you're going to die or not therefore you might as well go in and just be yourself do your best and whilst yeah that's a whole different belief system the concept in that I like I quite like because it allows this freedom allows this ah oh, cool I can just do this so to bolt down to your what you just said there of yeah have that perspective don't regret don't let other people it's gonna knock you emotionally mentally but to work through that and come out as you have with i get to do this this is what i want this i'm going to change the world my little bit of the world i'm going to change as much as i can that's inspiring well you know like like the great poet jim morrison once said Nobody gets out of here alive. <laughs> so, you know, enjoy it while you're here. Ride, ride it till the wheels fall off and have fun. Ride it till the wheels fall off. Love that. So what's crumbs? Where are we going? Where's, where's your area of focus right now as you, as you continue to grow and expand and increase your business and help more people? My goal, and I, I, I do things in 90-day increments because for me that works. Because anybody can do anything for, for 90 days. Uh-huh. Uh, so for me, my, in the next 90 days, I want to have hit our podcast, hit a million downloads um, and have over three million social media impressions. So that's my goal for now. And to be able to impact as many people as I can. It's not about me because, um, you know, like you said, we're all going to be dead and gone. So. So who's helping you on this journey? Because it can't just be you doing all this on your own. Where have you got the help? And where do you, where are you going to need the help in the near future to continue to expand? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm part of two masterminds. Um, like I said, I'm a ninth grade dropout, but I've read over 16, I'm 6,000 books. I have 15 books going right now, two audible books. And I have people that I reach out to every day that are willing to help me. You know, because even coaches need coaches. And, you know, so that's, you know, if I have a, if I don't know something, but now that I have my own show, if I don't know, like I, I didn't know anything about AI. So I went to the world's number one AI, AI expert and says, how about coming on the show? Came on the show. 
So I couldn't afford to hire him for an hour, but he comes on my show and I can ask him whatever I want. Beautiful. Now th this, again, let's look at the resources that we all have. We all have time, energy, and money. All these resources that we do have. And you're here leveraging this, leveraging other people's knowledge, leveraging their time, being mindful of your money, finding the right way to go about things. And then you get to apply this in, in the right way. Everybody wins. There's something beautiful in this, um, the helpful, impactful entrepreneur. Well, you know, Audible is $15 here in the UK, $15 a month, and you can get millions of books. So if you don't have, if you, if you're dumb and have a smartphone, then there's a problem. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting perspective. We all, well, you look at all the, all the mentors or the courses, um, everything that we teach, you can find it in different corners of the, of the world for free. You've got to be able to find it. That's why the collation, the guidance, the support and accountability to apply it, that's what you pay for. Everything is available in books, on YouTube, on the University of Google. It's all there. But to be able to take the time and go after it, I think that's what you're saying. You have, you have all these things at your, in your fingertips right now. We, most of us do. That's, oh my gosh, isn't that such a blessing? Yeah, and for me, you know, like even I took my daughter to the movies last week. Even if I'm watching a TV show, or if I'm watching a movie, I'm going into it. What am I going to learn from watching this? Mm. So I, I want to learn from everything and every person that I talk to. I'm addicted to knowledge. I was addicted to drugs. Now I'm addicted to knowledge. And I, and there's nobody that can't teach you something. Mm. Sweet. So. Allow me to, to join that distinguished list. So what, what could I help you with today? What could I have maybe shine a light on or guide from your entrepreneurial journey with, with where you are and where you're going that, that might help you and by association, it might help people listening today. Well, I think for solopreneurs, you know, a lot of us, we want to grow, but there's only 24 hours in a day. Mm. So if you're spending eight hours on graphics if you're spending two hours on descriptions and posting everywhere that time that you want to spend doing what you're really good at mm. you can't because time is finite that's one thing that's finite money's not time is finite so for me it's kind of like okay you know when does it get to a point where you're like all right it's time for me to start building my team so I can do what I'm great at. Like Kobe Bryant, you know, he was a great scorer, but he can't manage the team at the same time. So like he said, you know, I'm good. I'm, I, this is my lane. Mm -hmm. I'm going to dominate my lane, but I can't be the owner and the coach too. Yes. And this is the solopreneur to the CEO. The CEO gets to do what's what they want to do. You're on that journey. You have maybe haven't quite got that identity. Maybe there's a few tendencies and traits of the solopreneur wearing all the hats, doing all the things, because that's what happens when we all start. Crumbs. I know this. Oh my gosh. Now, the difference is once you make that step. So leverage is the one thing that I'll say to that. Money will come and go and can increase. Energy is you can you can manage it. You can gain it back. You can you can you can attract it. You can have it. Time. You're right. Time is one thing you're never getting back. So how can you leverage this? Because we all have the same 24 hours. Everyone says that. We know that. 
it is slightly different with your energy levels and the resources, the money you have. So where can you do that? So right now it's the focus, the leverage, the jobs that you're doing. What jobs are not actually moving the needle? What jobs can you outsource? What jobs are you, what are you scared to outsource? That's like, I would like to, but there's a slight uncomfort, whether you know it right now, or whether it's maybe subconscious. And then you can start to work out, hey, what can I, what can I release? What is moving the needle? And where am I doing all this, as we call, you know, faux action, side quests, all the dumb shit that we do, that's like, it doesn't actually move the needle, but it takes so much time. If we got rid of that, delegated it or deleted it, what else could we do that actually will move the needle towards our goal, towards creating new impact? That makes sense? Yeah. And, and I, and, but for, and for me, I do, you know, they say the best way to eat an elephant is, is bite by bite. So when I wake up in the morning, I do the three things that I know is going to make me money. And what okay. I do is I take my list out for the day and then I mark one, two, three, and I do them in order of importance. And if I don't what, get to the fifth those, one, sixth one, I'm okay What are those three that. things? What are those three core things for you? Engagement. Because my two words for this year are intention and attention. So when I get up in the morning, of course, I start my gratitude. I start my meditation. And then I start, you know, mm. interacting with, my, with my, my audience. Because, you know, even if you don't have money, it costs you zero dollars to interact with your audience. Mm. And if they trust you, they're going to they're gonna want to buy from you. A lot of people build these huge audiences, but they don't interact with their audience. That's why some, like, the, I can't remember the country star that she's, she's right now, uh, oh, what is her name? She has, she's charging up to $10,000 for a ticket to go see a show. But she's in touch with her audience. Mm. Her audience loves her and are raving fans. And I think that's where a lot of... Uh, a lot of CEOs mess up as they forget their fan base. So for oh, me, that's the first thing I do in the morning is make sure the first two hours uh, I'm all over my social media, leaving comments, thanking people, DMing yeah. people. They want to, they want to be heard. They want to be feel, yeah. they want to feel that they're heard. Love that. And find that balance between, yeah, getting that, doing these jobs and you know, creating the following, creating the trust. But also sometimes it's, we forget to, to make the damn offer, to actually do the thing that's going to bring in the revenue, the introduction, the invitation, so that there's more resources to help other people. So sometimes we can find, I mean, you said it perfectly, attention and intention. Yeah, we're, we're big on the law of attraction here, absolutely. But the law of attention, now that is a law we need to pay attention to. <laughs> we need to pay attention to the law of attention. Oh my gosh, amazing. So I yeah. love that, beautifully put. And it, it works for me. That works for me because, but if I'm spending time, because I got three employees right now, if I'm spending time on promoting the YouTube channel or if yeah. I'm spending time on Apple and Spotify, I can't be talking to Frank down the street saying, thank you for being my number one fan. Yeah, beautiful. Hey, Richard, thank you so much for being with us today, for sharing your story behind the scenes and yeah, what it's like for you as the, the accent entrepreneur turned global superstar and going oh my gosh this is going to be so much fun so thank you for being here thank you for sharing
thank you for having me. And I can't wait for you guys to come on the show. And uh, I'm excited. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Um, and yeah, let us know. If people want to find out more about you and, and the work you do, where can they find you? We are on the first six pages of Google. All you got to put in is vertical momentum. We're everywhere on the first six pages of Google. So if you can't find this ugly mug, then, you're, then your computer's messed up. <laughs> Love that. Richard, thanks again. This has been, uh, it's been so cool. Thank you for having me. You're so, so welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.